0: This episode brought to you by the Roster of Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterofmedia.com. Outstanding. Another episode of the Russell. Another coverage of NFL Division. Here with Ooze, Lance, and it's your host, C-Baby. How are you guys doing this evening? Very good, very good. We're getting closer to football. We are getting closer to football. Yes, sir. Just, you know, just got to get out the stats
1: of those uh, Kyle Pitts haters, you know what I mean? Burning (laughs) DBs for 52 yards. He's just 6'6". Oh,
2: my God. Bust. Like the only recession of the game. That's in of his
0: eyes. We're going to cover the news, cover the AFC East, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Jets. Lance's own Jets, and provide you with some uh, you know fancy insight on these teams. But like always, social media: follow, like, subscribe. Follow, like, subscribe. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram. I said Instagram. I'm saying things twice again. Sorry. Um, but I think I said them all at least. But we'll start off with the news and head in right into the AFC East. So, Ooze, take it away. Yeah, we'll start with some news.
1: We were reporting before that uh, the NFL was looking for more time um, added on to Deshaun Watson's suspension for his 29 25 whatever sexual allegations um and it came Mm -hmm. to pass. uh they got him an extra uh five games so now he's up to 11 games and he has a five million dollar fine also including on the fine he has um therapy he needs to go to um i think also some other community service that he has to go to as well so that means jacoby brisket jacoby Brissett. He is the starter. He will be the starter for the Browns for the next eleven games till Deshaun Watson is back in November.
2: What does this mean for the
1: offense? Chubb they tell Brown.
2: Watson that that therapy does not include a towel?
1: No, oh, Lord, oh Lord. Um, and David Njoku. So I feel like for for me, knowing Jacoby Brissett, he had been on the Colts before. He loves the tight end and he loves to go deep. So uh, David Njoku for me climbing up the charts climbing up the charts for sure um, Michael Thomas breaststick, hamstring for Thomas is got held out because he has a little bit of a hamstring issue just um, yeah. th- this, this this guy got stick for hamstrings man just snapping any adversity that goes goes to it right this his body's so bad so I know a lot of people Did they are, say
2: little bit or little bitty hamstring
1: just? It, it could have been both, my guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's got little bitty hamstrings, you know that's I mean, the whole issue. Too, too many slants. You know, he ran too many slants. That's why, you know, his hamstring got you know messed up again. So I know a lot of people are, you know, are one way or another towards him coming to this season. Especially when he came out, you know, the, the beat reporters came out and said Hey, you know this guy's healthy. He's running routes. You know, I mean, he, he might be back to season. And then we get to we get news like that. he's like it's maybe a same old, same old type of deal with him um, in Tampa Bay. Your boy came back from vacation. Tom Brady, you know, he's returned to practice. He's back in preseason. You know, mind you guys, the reason why he left was personal issues, quote unquote. He was supposed to re- be retired. You know, he had a family vacation planned and he's like tom Bowles, i got a family vacation i was supposed to be retired and i said i came back so my wife said i can't cancel the vacation
0: i had to go but but now he's back Uh, and that's it with the news all right thank you thank you all right we're gonna start off with the bills jump right into things um high-powered offense last year I remember me and Ooze, we did an FFPC last year, and we ended up with Josh Allen and Diggs. It did not pan out as good as we wanted to, but somehow still a high-powered offense. You're uh, going to have to pay the price if you want some of these um, Bills res- uh, players. But um, off-season, no more Cole Beasley, no more Sanders, and Mitch Trubisky. They added Von Miller. And just to touch on the defense, and they drafted James Cook. You got Josh Allen. He was either number one or number two, depending on your league format. And he'll be throwing and running a heck of a lot this year. Bearing injury, he'll probably be top five again. You guys think he's going to be top, you know, number one again this year? Josh? Yeah. Um... That's tough. I
1: i to be honest, I think Lamar, maybe Justin can come and, you know, de dethrone. Joe Burrow is probably also a guy that can come up there and dethrone the king as being the number one fantasy quarterback this year. Um so well, we'll see. I don't he could still be number one, but we'll see.
0: There's a lot of quarterbacks Lance? out there. Lance number one quarterbacks consistently for the
2: last five, seven years, have been quarterbacks who also run a lot. So those Joe Burrows, they're just not going to make it. Unless all of a sudden he decides he needs to run a whole lot more. Um, I would put Allen out there as probably the safest bet. Um, but I know a lot of people are high in hoots. And so a lot of them are hoping that he's actually going to do it. Um, but really, it could be any one of those running quarterbacks, and it's really going to be a point flip. Allen will be a top five. That's what you're hoping for, at least. Especially if you're grabbing them high, you're you're kind of going for top one. That might be a little reach for a lot of people.
0: All right, let's talk about the backfield here. A little bit of an odd backfield, I would say. You got Singletary. He was an RB two last year at RB twenty. The rookie James Cook and Zach Moss is still in the mix apparently. Um, but it looks like it's the Singletary or James? Show so who you guys taking a chance on? You take the rookie, take the chance there, or you take Singletary, who's you know I think this is his first time being a a uh, running back too. Let me verify that, but you guys can answer while I verify.
1: Yeah, I'm going with James Cook, and on you know his ADPs right now is it's is early ninth round. Um, I would rather take something new and shiny. You know, then this old and dusty Devin and Zach Moss. Because remember, Zach Moss came in because they they didn't believe in Devin, right? And then when Zach Moss came, he was the new shiny toy, and he was on and off. And then it's like, oh well, Signatures back, and you know, let's see how, you know, I guess the competition uh, amped them up a little bit. Wasn't the case for any of those guys. So for me, ninth round. As a little stash and grab. Hopefully, he comes on in the second half of the year. James Cook is gonna, is my running back for for the Bills.
2: Yeah, I agree with you there. I'm not really high on any of those running backs. So if I'm going to take any of those guys, it's definitely going to be Cook in the later rounds. Um, only because there's so much potential that none of those other guys are going to keep keep their carries. Not going to keep their job. Um, and so with that it said, and also remember. The running backs in Buffalo are terrible because Josh Allen also takes away a lot of their running opportunities. The guy can throw, and when he's not throwing, the guy can run. So when he gets 20 yards on the ground, they don't need to go with a run play after that. They can mm-hmm. go right to pass. As the defense is already tired. Those heavy guys running from the – chasing the quarterback and then running the chase chasing down as they run by him. I mean, that's what's really going to hurt. Just the same way Miles Sanders is hurt by Dylan Hurts, Any one of these running backs is hurt by Josh Allen. So if you're going to get any of them, take the latest one you can.
0: Let's move on to the pass catchers. You got Diggs, a top uh, wide receiver once again, and he's probably going to be another top wide receiver. He's going in the first round, end of the second, or the beginning of the second if he falls that way. Um, Gabriel Davis and Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox had nine touchdowns. 49 receptions at 587 yards and flashing a couple games here and there. Um, So I say the question here or the discussion is, you know, we know what Diggs is and we know Gabriel Davis went off in the NFL playoffs, not the fantasy playoffs, but the NFL playoffs. And so now he's taken a big leap in ADP this year because of that. And some analysts will argue a breakout year for him. So what are our thoughts on uh, Gabriel Davis? And obviously you guys can chime in on the other pass catchers as well.
2: Well, let me go first. Last year, everybody wanted to just talk about Cole Beasley. And the year before that, Cole Beasley. Gabriel Davis is taking over that spot. So if you're going to try and take the second wide receiver in Buffalo, Gabe might be the man there. It's already looking good in preseason between Allen and Gabe. They connected for a touchdown in the game over the weekend. Um, I think they're going to try and work them in more. Is he going to be somebody that catches four touchdowns on a regular? No. But is he going to be a good 2nd wide receiver on a high powered offense? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree there. Um, the
1: only problem I have is Gabe Davis, his his yards need to go up, right? He only had 35 targets. You know, he um, – oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, he only had 35 targets for Gabe Davis. So, but he only and he also had 13 touchdowns. But this guy, this guy caught the touchdowns, but his targets was was just not there, right? And then with Stephon Diggs, he had 164 targets with 103 receptions, 1200 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Gabe Davis beat him on touchdowns because he's getting a number two, but the, the yards weren't there. So we didn't really
0: see Gabe Davis like. No, really, you're looking at that wrong. It's, that wrong? he had. He had thirteen touchdowns in two seasons. In two seasons? Yeah, it's six and seven. I don't have two seasons. Six seven. in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty had seven. Oh my my statue is wrong,
1: man. Uh, that's not bad for a second wide receiver. Yeah. That's still not bad. So um I mean
2: that's, that's more than uh, Kyle Pitts will probably sniff this year, too. Oh no,
1: no.
0: Here nah, we go. Nah,
1: nah. You can't you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. But with, with that being said, with that being said, Yeah, Gabe Davis is going to definitely have an uptick this year Uh, with Josh Allen. Those running backs are not going to help anything, besides James Cook being the pass catching back and maybe the three down back. Um, But I think the ADP for um,
0: um, Gabe Davis is around five, I believe. Uh, six or seven. He he'll. I I see it fluctuate. Early as five. As late late as seven. seven. Yeah. So, for, you know, if you're looking for a flex play, a, a high end flex play, maybe a wide receiver three, Gabe Davis is probably be your guy. All right. Well, we covered those guys, in Power offense. Um, next up are the Dolphins. A lot to talk about here. Got a new head coach, Mike McDaniel, for uh, the old San Francisco offensive coordinator. Frank Smith, the Chargers running back coach, is now the offensive coordinator. They added Tyreek Hill, one of the biggest, uh, you know, trades of this offseason. They got Cedric Wilson, Chase Edmonds, and they lost Wolf Ferrell, Wolf Fuller for Set, Alan Hearns, and Devontae Parker to the Patriots. So, second year to uh, some people call for a breakout because they have Tyreek, because he has Tyreek Hill Question on him, guys. Do you think he's even a considerable streamer? He's not getting drafted, but do you think you know maybe and an, mid-season, back half of the season, you could stream him for those that you know this don't draft the QB. This is third yeah. This is 30. The Well, my year. Um, I, is
1: second year starting though. Second year starting. You're right about that. Yes.
0: correct. Right. Yep. That's what I meant to say. No, you're good.
1: Um, for me, two. I'm not touching Tua. I don't care if you have Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's been trying to blow up, blow smoke off. Our asses uh, saying that <laughs> no seriously saying that he's he's the best uh pass thrower that he ever played with that is completely bold you ain't winning the super bowl with two i'll tell you <laughs> that much, you're not winning the super bowl and you're never actually going to get back to a super bowl with two so let's 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 cool the brakes on that this guy had 16 touchdowns with 10 inceptions and only 2600 yeah. yards i'm not yeah, get, get get this guy out of here I'm not. I'm not buying anything he's selling at all, meaning the pass catchers are still going down, right? The Mike Kasicki, the Will Fuller, the Jaylen Lottle, all of them down, 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 not playing because you have Tyreek Hill coming in. I think me and Lance were t- talking about, you know, his draft off the off air, and I was telling him the the uh, target share that he had in Kansas City. It was a, upwards of 158 or something like that. Now you you have to think that Tyreek Hill getting paid coming to coming to um uh the, to to the Dolphins, he's gonna try to get they're gonna try to force feed him. They're gonna try to force feed him, and it's not gonna work because Tua can't throw that good. So for me, everything's down on that. Tua is not a viable
0: streaming uh, quarterback at all. Lance, you taking a chance on Tua at all? Streaming drafting. Sleeper? If, if
2: he's still sitting there in round 15, why not? he's still sitting he's still there in round 15, 15, 15, but he is not my first quarterback. He is not somebody I'm looking for. He's somebody I'm stashing if he's still sitting there. Um, not only because Tua can run. Tua's kind of hefty. He can run. He can throw. And maybe the weapons, maybe the offensive coordinator, maybe the new head coach can put something together that fits his skills. Brian Flores was a great coach in the sense that his team should not have performed the way that they performed. But that being said, him and Tua never saw eye eye, and that was just never going to work. Um, this new coach, maybe they can get it, something out of him. But I'm not taking him thinking in the 10th, 11th round, like he's Jalen Hurts last year. There's no way he's doing what he's doing. But what that means is, to me is also – Everybody else on that Dolphins team is discounted. And that goes for everybody, including Mike Giseki. We, we got burned last year. The guy did not do well with, with um, Tua. And you thought he was going to use him as a security blanket. It just didn't pan out. Gusecki is a good guy, but they, they ended up going with weird formations. There was other tight ends in the mix. It was just There's just too many people, and I don't see that changing much.
0: Let's talk about the wide receivers real quick. Um, we were talking just before the show about Hill at length. And he would have these big boom games and big bust games. There'll be weeks where he scores one point, two points, and then he almost scored 50 in, in, in another game. And so I think I counted them. It was about seven bust games. That's almost like close it's to half, half your season. Close to half your season, yeah. And... The thing I was noticing is last year, Tyreek Hill, 7th in targets, and Jalen Waddle, 10th in targets, 163 respectively, and 141. So obviously that can't happen here. Nope. Um, There's only one ball. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think with Waddle and Tyreek Hill being on the same team? And I said this earlier, I feel like, Waddle's a volume, you know, receiver. Mm-hmm. He needs 140 to be that good. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we don't know what we're going to get out of Tua because he's not Patrick Mahomes. So, what do you guys think here uh, with everything I just mentioned?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's is what you said. Like J- Jalen Waddle is a volume type of guy. they only sp- their rankings between targets only three spots. You're you you can not tell me that. Now, like the guy that's a little bit behind you that comes on the same team, we're gonna be in that same spot for this year. There's no way, right? So for me, Jared Waddle's now, you know, he was supposed to be he was supposed to be number one. Um, they had Will Fuller and Devonta Parker as two three. Now Waddle moves down to two, Tyreek at one, and then the volume, even just from the pass catcher himself. You don't see Tua throwing 40, 40 times a game. We had we had um Patrick Monhoe doing that because he can and he does it successfully. You know what I mean? So I don't like this the, the bust in this is very high. The risk in these guys are very high. And I'm trying to stay away from both of those guys.
0: Actually, all three
1: of them with Mike included.
0: Lance, let me ask you this about uh, the backfield. We got Chase Edmonds came to town, Sonny Michelle, and Raheem Moster. A little bit of a crowded backfield, but um, I would, I would think a lot of people last year thought there was going to be a Chase Edmonds breakout, and James Conner stopped that. Mm-hmm. So, and he burned me last year. Thanks a lot, James Conner, because I had Chase Edmonds, but. I I was listening to something and Chase Edmonds had a different couple of offers, um, either more money or similar money to go to different teams. And he said he liked the Dolphins' offensive scheme here. He came here because of that and took le- a little bit less money. So and he got paid a little bit more than the other two uh, running backs. So and even a beat reporter said this on his tweet Twitter. And Chase Edmonds retweeted him, confirming this uh, whole speculation why he came to Miami. So, do you have faith in Chase Edmonds um, with all this said, and think he's a valuable, you know, running back who's going late in, you know, drafts, almost double digits sometimes, more 6th, 7th, seventh, eighth round type deal?
2: Well, uh, just refresh my memory. What state is Miami? Florida. Florida. And what's the what's the individual tax rate for Florida residents? Oh, isn't it zero? It's zero. Yeah. So first off, anybody taking money out of a Florida <laughs> team needs to stop saying they're taking a haircut going to these Miami teams. Listen there, you already got a haircut up front. Okay? You're not paying tax, state tax on any of that stuff. So stop being silly with that. I don't want to hear those excuses, okay? And then the next thing is, you see, what, what does Raheem Mostert, what does Sony Michelle tell you about that backfield? In any backfield those two have been in, there has never been a clear number one. There's always potential with those two. Same thing with Chase Edmonds. If Chase Edmonds couldn't beat out James, I got run out of Pittsburgh, Connor, then how in the world is he going to beat out Sonny Michel, who every other week looks great or looks bad, and Raheem Mostert, who Tyreek Hill is saying is the fastest person in the world. It might be beat him. I don't want to hear that. That backfield is not anything I want to look into. Sixth round is still not a heavy enough discount there. I would need to see something spectacular out of the preseason, and I have yet to see that.
0: Thank you for the uh, tax lesson. I was like, "Where is he going with this?" and I'm a little bit confused here. Uh, everyone, please forgive my dog. There's a crazy storm brewing, uh, yeah, and I, he's just losing his mind. No, it's, it's fine because I guess the, the
1: the hand of God touched the ground, and it just busted, rumbling down here. So I was scared of so myself. So
0: let's <laughs> let's keep it going with the Patriots and the Jets. Um, we got the Patriots. They gained Parker from the Dolphins, and we mentioned before on the show that James White retired. Second year, Mac Jones. Uh, he can take a leap, or he can continue to struggle like he is doing right now in camp. You got Harris and Stevenson at running back. Last year, Harris was your RB fourteen, a decent flex play, and maybe a you know RB two, depending on what. Um, wow what week you played him in addition to Devonte parker you got josh myers kendrick Bourne at receivers and you have hunter henry who went 10th last year at tight in the tight end position so i want to bring up who's drafted Devonte parker uh earlier in the week in our first draft of the season so obviously he's hoping for some parker re- rejuvenation but uh You know, what do you guys think about the Patriots this year? Obviously, I just said what I said about Devontae Parker, so I kind of know how Ooze feels. But who are you putting your faith in, you know, on this team? Yeah, I'm hoping for Devontae Parker. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like,
1: I think him being now in a structured um, team. Uh, Sorry, I had to hiccups. Him being a structured team, Bill Belichick, no nonsense type of guy. Um, just going to straighten this guy out. He has a lot of talent. You know what I mean? He's been in the league for for a while now. Six three. You know, I think he, he ran like a four four forty. He still got it in him. He's, I think he's 29 this year, but he could help out a young quarterback here. I think that's I think that's the, the 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 biggest thing. Second year quarterback in Mac Jones can be the reliable guy. Um, they already had to kill Harry there before. Um, I'm missing um, another uh, wide receiver that didn't really pan out, and I feel like Devontae Parker can definitely give them give this offense what they really need. So he, we'll see. I mean, this is and this is Devontae Parker's first team without uh, Miami. He's been in Miami all his life. Now he's in the cold in Foxboro, I think I think it can happen.
0: Uh, Lance. Talking about the running backs here, James White retired. Um, they're saying in camp that Stevenson is looking good in the pass catching. And like I said earlier, Harris was the RB14, a, dif- a decent flex play last year. So do you think, you know, Harris returned the value? Or are you staying away from these two guys? Give us your thoughts on the running uh, backs here.
2: So it's always tricky taking running backs of Bill Belichick's. Um the guy from the previous year doesn't mean he's got the job the next year. Uh, and it makes drafting these guys so frankly, head scratching. Yeah. Right. The the best thing I could say is if I'm taking a running back, Harris is typically in there in the fourth, fifth round. I would take Harris over waiting for a Stevenson. But you're yeah, not gonna wanna Cuff because Harris isn't that big of a back, so you're not going to really want to grab them both. So unlike some situations where you you might take Pollard with Zeke, you're not going to do that here with Stevenson and and Harris because you're you're really vulturing one or the other. Um, I still think Harris is going to come out big. I think they're they're chalking up Stevenson. Stevenson might be in there as a change of pace, but I don't think he's going to be there their third down back exclusively. But that could change.
0: Anything else you guys want to add on the Patriots? No, nah, I don't think there's really anybody truly, truly
1: viable besides um, Harris, Quanis Stevenson, Ramada Stevenson, um, because Stevenson can definitely. It's like when um, like I said you can you're vulturing one of the two, so you're just banking on one. You're banking on one and sticking with it because you don't have the space. Nor the patience to try try to get both these guys you and they're for the ADP You can you can miss on one right and then recoup But you have to make sure you got your RB1, 2 and flex before you even think about grabbing these guys So besides that I I don't think there's really anything that on the Patriots side you really want you just want to keep an eye out and see how definitely want to see how Mac Jones does with these with this receiving core
2: Yeah, and and something to bring up, Damian Harris had three carries in the game over the weekend. Um, Stevenson had two carries. The difference between the two is Stevenson was only averaging two yards a carry. He had four yards at the end of the day. Harris was able to punch in six yards a carry, getting 18, with his longest being a seven-yard carry. So really, the consistency there is Damian Harris is going to be the, the running back. Maybe Stevenson gets more into the pass game. Uh, which if you're looking for a full PPR, that might need to discount Harris for you.
0: All right. I know this is Lance's favorite part of the show. We're going to talk about his New York Jets. So.
2: Oh, boy. Um, I got the jersey on. got the Shaw Ferguson.
0: <laughs> so we got Zach Wilson, um, who's injured, four- to six-week timetable. Joe Flacco, Old Reliable, is probably going to start week one. Uh, The running backs, Michael Carter, Brees Hall. um, The rookie is going to lead the backfield. And most ADPs are saying so. Elijah Moore, his second year. um, Corey Davis and and rookie Garrett Wilson. And then CJ Ozoma left the Bengals and came to New York. Um, what do you guys see here in the Jets? Almost the same question as the Patriots. Who do you think is, you know, valuable here? Obviously, there's a big question mark with Brees Hall. When you take him, how high will you take him? And, um, you know, listening to, you know, just fantasy news and different podcasts, I remember someone saying that at least one rookie RB finishes in the top either 10 or 12 each year in fantasy. Um so obviously ADP is showing or assuming it's going to be Brees Hall. So Yeah, I, the floor is yours.
1: Yeah, for me I think it's this is crazy. Maybe and maybe it's just that um Nick Saban Alabama Juju he puts on the NFL say hey drop my guys and my guys only they're going to be the greatest you know thing to ever touch the turf, right? Because this guy Priest Hall comes out of nowhere, third round draft pick from Alabama, and now all of a sudden is taking over Michael Carter's spot as the number one RB. Which I think, which I thought Michael Carter had a decent year as a rookie on a bad team, just to get uplifted in his spot is absolutely crazy to me. So, I think a lot of people are going to get burnt on this pick because Bryce Hall is going. I, I think in the R draft, Bryce Hall went third round. I have the drop board, right? Yeah, third oh. round.
2: Oh, no. This is...
1: this is. Oh, no. So, you're, you're, you're thinking about it, right? And Bryce was going in front of a lot of known name people. The, uh, Elijah Mitchell got drafted after him. Chase Edmonds, Edward Hilaire, you know, like... And you're thinking to yourself, like, what? And then... And then, seven rounds later, that's where Micah Carter goes. I don't see the, 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 like, preseason, yes, like, but I don't see how all of a sudden Bryce Hall takes over Michael Carter. And Michael Carter didn't have a bad year. So those two guys are going to burn some people on the rookie and then help some people on the value of Michael Carter. That being said, oh. go ahead.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say, whatever Michael Carter did last year, imagine that the Jets' running back situation is going to be exactly the same. So if he was running back 20, imagine the combination of Brees Hall and Michael Carter is going to get you running back 20. You know, we don't even know what that mix is, but it's not going to be great taking either one of those guys that early in the draft. Absolutely, It's kind of the same thing with Harris and Stevenson, except – we kind of know that Harris should be the starter. Yes. We're not really sure. They drafted Hall for a reason because Carter maybe wasn't enough. I mean, we do expect a lot more out of a rookie running back. And so in that case that they don't blow up, they don't put up those Saquon numbers. They don't put up those Najee Harris numbers. Well, then we need to get back out there and see if we can catch one of those guys, catch another lightning in the bottle because Michael Carter wasn't lightning in the bottle. But I don't know that Brees is gonna be that, especially not taking him in the third round. No,
1: not a third round. That's what. That's what. But this is like killing me. Look, not a third round. So, and we'll see. Joe Flacco's now Mister Reliable. He's starting the season, um, due to Zach Wilson's uh, injury. Elijah Mall, um, and Corey Davis. Doubt if gets an uptick for me, just because I, I've seen what Joe Flacco has done. He's won the Super Bowl. Um, he's on the ladder of his career, but you know for sure he's he's not exciting as Zach Wilson, but he can definitely get the guys the ball in mid space. His downfield throws is not there anymore, but in mid space where Elijah Moore is quick, he's definitely going to get Elijah Moore the ball. Corey Davis is more of a down the field guy. Um, didn't do so well last year, but we'll see. We'll see. I definitely think Elijah Moore is, is a third to fourth round pick. Um, you definitely want to grab the number one on, on any team. Regardless of what it is, but um, with Joe Flacco, Zach we don't, we don't know how Zach Wilson's second year is gonna be. He's already bad because he's in the press for you know, banging MILFs, you know. You just, <laughs> <laughs> he got what, what is it? His, his spleen or so, like like
0: oh no, his knee. He uh, yeah. his ACL. So, you know, like we'll we'll see. We'll see. All right, anything you guys wanna add on any? AFC East team. Before we sign off, uh, the one thing I forgot
2: is Miami's running back situation is even worse when you put into the fact that the pass catching back is Miles Gaskin.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we uh, forgot
2: about Miles Gaskin, yeah, and he's, he is their pass catching back. Yeah, so he's been such a Chase
1: he's, Edmonds. He's been such a
2: Chase Edmonds waste. might look better than the rest of those two, but he's still going to lose at least one to two round, uh, downs every. Every four,
0: mm-hmm. so I gotta go look back at the draft board because, like I said earlier, we drafted Josh Allen and Diggs, but I think we drafted Gaskin. Sixth round, fifth round mm-hmm. last year in our FFPC, so that did not bode well. And here we are now, and Miles Gaskins is going undrafted.
2: And then, and the so. crazy thing was Miles Gaskin was the top twenty-four back in a full PPR.
0: Yeah. Uh, thanks, Dolphins.
1: Yeah, I think one one person we I think one person to add that we missed was in the Buffalo Bills, uh, Dawson Knox. That have been going uh later rounds. He might be have a little uptick. He had nine touchdowns last year. Maybe you see that creep up to eleven. Having having more involved um in the in the Bills uh, offense there
0: all right guys that's our show um tune in next week we're gonna cover the last two divisions nfc west and afc west and it will most likely be almost football time couple more weeks everyone get your draft boards ready get your cheat sheets ready and draft well